Uh, really did myself up today. Mm. This is a, t- uh, a shirt I stole from my little brother in like eighth grade that I've cut into a crop top and worn <laughs> for 10 years. <laughs> Cute as a crop top. I, you're backlit I though, it. so I can barely even see the color. I know. My window, I if, if I put the blinds down, it becomes a sauna in here. So I chose for my mm. visuals to suffer over my yeah. comfortability. All righty. Are we ready for some humble pie? Yes, I'm starving. (laughs) So we have a couple little housekeeping things and little intro stuff, and then we will intro you and play a song. However, you're welcome to talk and engage. Please interject. We don't don't care if our guests talk right at the beginning. (laughs) What if we're strict about that? We're like, um, please. Do not. Some people are. um, Stop. Please. (laughs) Some people are. I'm sure. Production value is really important to some people. Not us. Yes. (laughs) No. So guys, we got to kind of brag on ourselves for a bit. Sorry. Wait, before we brag on ourselves, who what? are we? Who do you think oh, you are? I've, I'm Carly. My name is, oh, my name is uh, Monica. That's not and this intro. is. <laughs> <laughs> who guys, are we, Carly? Clearly, oh, we I don't know. Carly. I spoiled it. I'm Carly. And I'm Monica. And this, and this is, is Texas, Texas Forever. Forever. Um, yeah. Anyways, I interrupted your bragging on us. Yes. So first off, y'all, we have a new TX talk. (gasps) We do. We're so excited. It is one of our favorite characters. We're super excited. And if you're new to the show and you don't uh, know yet what our TX talks are, that is when we have cast members on the show to talk all about everything that is cool and that you care about. Also, my cheeks hurt because I was smiling so much throughout. I know. Me too. I I forgot that like tickled. Like when we have our regular guests on, we you know we just we just like, chill. But when we have our cast members on, we have to like do a like be professional a little bit, yeah, um, and do a lot of smiling. And yeah, my cheeks were hurting, yeah, a little bit. It wasn't because I wanted to be professional. I just literally couldn't stop smiling. Oh. I was just Monica was just filled with joy. I was. I have never been it filled was like, with joy. It was like when I saw Daniel Radcliffe on Broadway, and my mom said she's never seen me happier. It felt like. <laughs> I saw him on Broadway too. Oh, yeah. How to succeed? We talked about this. How to succeed? That was yep. a great one. A classic. I hung from a light pole outside the stage door to see him. I did too. Is that my story that you just stole? No, it's definitely my memory? story because Meredith was there. It's my story that you stole. Well, I did the same thing. We, we both okay, we'll separately balanced on a light pole. Okay. We'll fact check that one. We'll fact check <laughs> with that family one. members because that would be weird. But also, not would weird it be because Daniel's one? really short. Yes, he's so very it, short, it was kind of a, and it was probably yes. the literal same stage door and light pole. <laughs> True. True. That's really Visibility funny. was probably exactly the same. <laughs> All righty, guys. Uh, so I screenshotted a couple texts from our friend Ben from high school that's been watching, and he just sends me some gold, so I'm just going to read some of this. <laughs> so he goes, we just finished season two, episode one last night, he and his wife, Drew, um, who also went to our high school. Shout out, Drew. What makes the Swede? Yes, Go Trojans. What makes the Swede Swedish? Valid question. Great question. Julie, you can't hate Austin, but love Shaky Graves. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then he said at the end, we now interrupt your regularly scheduled high school drama with a rapist re-traumatizing his victim and getting murdered by your favorite character. It's like That's how yeah. we do in Dylan. That's it, that's how we do in season two. Right? <laughs> that's how we do it's just a fucking two. shit show. <laughs> yeah, you think it's fluffy and then boom, rape. Boom. Yep. Murder. Yeah. Story of my life. <laughs> it's I know. I mean, it's just it's it's pretty standard. You think it you affected know? you? How did you think it affected Landry and Tyra? <laughs> Right. Clearly not at so all. Then, they've moved right on past it. They've moved right. They've blown right past it. Yes. <laughs> everything is fine. So then we're also going to read his official iTunes review, but I just thought this was sweet, too. He said he really wanted to work in. I love inside jokes. I hope to be a part of one someday because y'all have a lot of inside jokes that you let the audience in on in a way that makes them funny to everyone. Oh. But I couldn't make it work in the review. And then she, he said, we were dying at Meredith going by Mary. Oh, I'm so glad that anyone other than ourselves thought that was funny. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> uh, oh, that's very yes. sweet. Okay. Yeah. So as you guys remember, we love yes. those iTunes reviews. Next time you we poo, do. leave a review. Yes, yes, yes. And this week we have two new reviews because we read them all out loud on the show. Unless you write something really gross, please don't. But you no can tell us yet. about your poo, though. I mean, that's yeah. fine. We have asked for that. Right. But either way, we've got two fresh freshies for you. Yes. So this first one is, is short and sweet. It's from Who Could It Be 92, which I love the <laughs> intrigue. <laughs> um, it's a and it of says, the opera. The, yes. <laughs> the title is The Most Fun Gals Reviewing a Classic. Love those gals. I feel like they're my friends. Great commentary and incredible insight into Monica and Carly's beautiful friendship. Oh, love it. thank so you. Sweet. We are really beautiful. Thank you. Yes, we are. So, <laughs> our next review is from Burger Bread, who I believe is our friend. <laughs> just Ben. <laughs> okay. Um, labeled, easily doubles my enjoyment of the show. Monica and Carly's unique humor shines from episode one, but this is much more than another, quote, two funny girls watch a TV show and chit chat podcast. Hearing them discuss the music, cinematography, fashion, Texasness, et cetera, at the show each in their own well-constructed segments, it's debatable, makes me get so much more out of each episode than I would just binging the show myself. And I pay attention to things I never would have noticed otherwise. Hearing about Carly's journey with cancer, always in a way that feels relevant and not shoehorned in, taught me a lot about dealing with tragedy, how to deal with someone dealing with tragedy, and how to deal with someone dealing with someone dealing with tragedy. But it's also really funny, I swear. <laughs> so good. We love you, Ben. And thanks to thanks, our ben. listeners who wrote reviews. Hopefully they were while you were pooing. Yeah. And that's it. Preferably. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them coming. Yeah. I hope that wasn't too gross and braggy. It's it's over. So Monica. Thanks for bragging. We didn't us. write it. Right. <laughs> it's not our fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's not it's your not fault. fault. Was that a little uh, goodwill punting? Nice. (laughs) Baby. Yep, yep, yep. And it's a pun, pun, it's a punting pun. It's a punting pun. Yeah. It's a pun triple. Wow. Yes, yes. Could hit that one for a little while. Right. (laughs) Okay, we have a couple fact checks. We do, before we dive in. So, guys, I plugged without watching, which was very irresponsible (laughs) of me. (laughs) The woman in the window. (laughs) Because I loved this book and the movie was quite disappointing uh, who was in the movie it? you said great were... cast it was amy adams uh what's his face serious black gary oldman serious black <laughs> julianne moore yeah great cast, but Missed they the just yeah the book is really long and really layered and the way that they set up all the stuff is just 
so well done and the movie was yeah. so rushed. The, the moments didn't feel right and they couldn't really decide on the tone. Like they tried yeah. to make it kind of like Hitchcocky, but then it was also like trying to be gone. Girl. Like, I don't gone know. Like they should have yeah. gone modern or not. Like it just couldn't, it was chaotic and all the reviews like ripped it apart. So. Whoopsies. But, okay, but it sounds like the book is good though. The book is great. So that is my plug. And I need an upcoming you know, beach book. So I might, I could go for a little mystery. It's almost beach book season. My favorite season. Hell yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it is getting good reviews, y'all. In the Heights. Ooh. It's getting great reviews. I almost sent you that trailer. Or no, no, no. I was thinking of Dear Evan Hansen. Never mind. Oh, But I assumed you had already seen it. And then once I got on Instagram, you had already posted it like hours before. (laughs) It's like, yeah, she's got it. (laughs) She's got it. She's she's good. Um, Um, Yes, we're super excited about In the Heights. When is it? When is it out? June 11th. It's already in my calendar. Ooh. Because that is going to be my return to the theater. Oh, maybe I'll make it mine, too. Everyone I know. Yes, I can I was wait. just contemplating a return to the theater, but there wasn't really anything I was passionate enough to see to like, I mean, I guess there's not really that much risk anymore, but I don't know. Right. I still feel weird about I mean, doing stuff. <laughs> I might see Quiet A Quiet Place too, just in uh-uh. case John Krasinski shows up in a Hawaiian shirt. I will not put myself through that again. <laughs> <laughs> that was not wait. okay for my anxiety. Because s- it was scary or because it was bad? No, not scary. Not neither. The silent movie theater, I couldn't do it. It was so yeah. much for me to, like, I just wanted to eat my popcorn. I wanted to, like, move my, I'm just, like, a fidgety ADHD person. And it stressed me out that I felt like I couldn't go to the bathroom even if I wanted to. And I felt really, like, I know that you're supposed to feel like that. And that was part of the film. But it was not. Right. My anxiety was not having it. Alice, you're nodding. Did you have the same experience? Okay, yes. Um, I, <laughs> I have like, been ready, waiting ready to, to say so many things, and yes, I was yes. waiting to Please be introduced go. Let it because out. I was like, okay, maybe I'll do that. But then you guys said a bunch of stuff. Um, first of all, <laughs> any time I realized this when I had my own podcast, like when you read the positive reviews on air, it's like an incentive for people to write positive reviews because we mm. were doing a thing where we were trolling the negative reviews because they're so poorly written and dumb. Because <laughs> um, like anybody who takes the time to write a negative right. review of a podcast, it's, it's like you're unstable. There. <laughs> right. Um, does not have a life. But then we realized we're just rewarding them. So then we started trolling the positive reviews <laughs> and arguing with those. And it was like, oh, that. this is way better. So, of course, you're reading positive reviews. <laughs> it's not a Thank brag. you for the affirmation. I needed it. We did need that. Um, <laughs> and then A Quiet Place, I, I mean, I agree with so much of what you said, but, like, you didn't mention the main thing, which is, like, the absolute biggest fallacy of that movie is, like, the world has gone to shit in a shingle on a shingle. Hell in <laughs> a handbasket. on a shingle. And a shit shingle in a handbasket. In a handbasket. And they're like, all we need to do is survive and protect our kids. And they're going from place to place. And they're just like, we just, we're just, all we're trying to do is survive. And maybe <laughs> have a baby. Like, why the fuck <laughs> did she get pregnant? There's literally tr- no way we're that, trying that baby doesn't to die survive and also conceive. Like, what yeah. the fuck? What the fuck? You have to pick one. And I read so many headlines. They're like, why don't they just live by the waterfall? And not it's that was when so I went many... to the bathroom, by the way. Yeah. I went to oh, refill my drink and the popcorn guy was like, what movie are you seeing? I was like, A Quiet Place. A quiet he was place. like, oh, when did you leave? I was like, it's the waterfall. How much time do I have? He was like, you're good, but go back soon. I was like, oh, God. It was so <laughs> you should have just said when he said, what movie are you in? You should have just gone. 
Yeah. Because I did that like 10 times. Just the silent. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah this it's a really a bad place. I forgot. concept. Like the movie yeah. should be yeah. about how really frustrating it is to live by a waterfall because everything gets wet. Exactly. <laughs> Dampness. Yeah. The true evil We can all here. relate to that. Yes. Yeah. Humidity. Uncomfortable dampness. Yeah. I like, I, I enjoyed it if I didn't dig, like, dig farther than surface level, but yeah. hated the theater experience. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know that I, I don't have um, a lot of interest in, like, a repeat. Um, that session. I went to the bathroom during it and tripped up the stairs and fell on my face and the whole theater looked at me. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I was just mostly pissed because I had gotten fucking popcorn and I couldn't eat it the whole time. We're yeah, sitting there crazy. like sucking on them until they got like soggy and I could just swallow it. Right. And popcorn's my like favorite baby. food. So it was, yeah. Uh, but I, I literally. Oh, we I are huge. It, like, we're big popcorn fans. Yeah. I fucking love yes. popcorn. Monica Have you heard I used of the magic to... bowl? What? what? Have you heard of the magic bowl? No. Is that a popcorn place? My mom, my mom just said it to me. So it, it's like a collapsible popcorn bowl. It's like rubber. I have. Okay. And my sister just... gave me one of those for my birthday yeah. years ago and it's still in its package in my drawer. Should I use it's it? It's healthy. It's easy. It's great. Yeah. It's a kind you, of I don't understand how it works. You just pour the kernels in and then you you expand the bowl, pour the kernels in, and then you the top you just kind of let it loosely chill in there and then you put it in the microwave. Mm. And it makes really good like and then I do like a tiny bit of olive oil and salt and then mix it all up. Little so E V O O. Little E V O O. Ina Garden yes. says. Mm-hmm. You can also put them in a paper bag, right? You can. I've done that, but sometimes Ooh. it burns more easily is mm. what I've run into. But it is kind of fun. It's like your own little popcorn bag. Yeah. My microwave like really zaps too hard. I have to do it over the stove like a little pioneer girl, but it's really <laughs> oily and messy. I hate cleaning Oh, that. you cannot make popcorn in the, a quiet place. Oh my God, yeah, no popcorn. Yeah. What kind of existence is that? Actually, how do they yeah. eat anything other than soup? Yeah, still, soup. Consomme. Soup? <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta slurp. You gotta eat you soup. You have to slurp. And yeah. <laughs> I guess tofu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like so sad. mashed potatoes. I guess. Yeah, it it would be like having your wisdom teeth out. That would be a quiet place. That's the quiet place. I went to it. Buffalo Wild Wings that day. What the fuck? No. Did you get? <laughs> I did this quiet place diet, and I lost like fifteen pounds. <laughs> I've lost fifty I pounds. Recommend. I'm on you the just brink can't of make death. any sounds with your yeah. food. <laughs> any loud food. Any loud food is it's off the table. It's sort of Literally. like South Beach, except just no loud food. <laughs> God, TBC to quiet, South Beach and Atkins. It. Dude, I've been oh doing the God. South Beach diet for like a month and a half, and it fucking what? rules. Really? What is the South Beach diet? Basically, you're like in the 80s, and you're like... So just just straight <laughs> speed and, and Aquanut? Fucking, I started smoking. In a smoothie? Um, no, it's uh, a... Low, low, low carb, low fat for two weeks. No carb, Ooh. low fat for two weeks. And then no carb, low carb. slowly reintroduce carb. And I mm. lost like five pounds and then went on to the right next phase, which is just like only whole grains. Mm-hmm. And then I ate a bunch of cake because it was my birthday. But like, hell yeah, of course. But it's, it's, it's easy because like the craziest thing that happened was my boyfriend and I have been on it together and we went all... We, we traveled and we ate a bunch of wedding cake and then we ate a bunch of birthday cake. We didn't get married, but people did. And <laughs> Someone did. <laughs> and then did. we ate it and we were like, that was good. I'm excited to go back on our diet now. It's crazy. Wow. We were like, our systems were like, 
just like getting all jumped yeah. up with the, whenever you find like what works for your body and, and your body like gets into that happy place it's easy to sustain because you know that you will feel better when you yeah. eat like that yeah. <laughs> it's true. bizarre bizarre meanwhile yeah, i just bizarre. eat trash like a raccoon like mm. a raccoon well, <laughs> yeah. speaking of food we can play the kosher clip soon yeah but before that to quote Steve Harvey, I have to apologize. Um, a lot I just of people was listening. Have said that. I true. <laughs> yeah, um, you know Bill Clinton. That's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> so I was just listening to last episodes. When last episodes episode, last week's episode, last week's episode. There we go. There we go. Um, and we were talking about the Christian talk radio, and Carly and I had a talk about. She was like, that girl subtly said that she was kind of being assaulted, maybe. And I was like, there's a difference between being uncomfortable and assaulted. And I didn't like how that sounded. Obviously, like, I, I was trying to say that I think there's a difference between, like, the Christian guilt of what you're doing and being me yes, too or yeah. assaulted. And and so, and that was very gray. But I just wanted to clarify that. Because I think that's a good it sounded a little point. It's very dependent on, the- on how the other person is feeling. If you're feeling, like, if you are feeling unsafe, no matter what's happening, then, like, yeah. you have the right to engage whether it's exactly. christian shame or, or any kind regular of shade of shame american shame <laughs> what are all the different kinds french of shame? shame french shame oh i hate french shame. Uh, french yeah shame. the worst Whew. kind of shame the worst so carly you want to talk about this clip i do so as as you all know we have over the last few episodes in our fact check uh wrestled over a seemingly simple question of what the fuck is kosher <laughs> and we've tried to dive into it a number of times and uh, been yeah, unable to find an answer. So I consulted a professional Jew, my yeah. bestie, David, who designed Woo. our beautiful, beautiful cover art, the little cartoons of Monica and I with our microphones and our football gear. Um, yeah. Um, and so he's a sweetheart. He also majored in Jewish studies. He's a beautiful little Jew boy and we love him. And he recorded a little voice memo for us to explain to us what kosher is, which turns out to be a very complex and rich part of Jewish history. And I was really glad that I asked. Oh, so I'm glad too, because I'm done Googling. No, it was actually like way more complicated than I thought. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm, I'm glad that it's, it is complicated and we were just not stupid and didn't understand. Well, we can be okay. both. I'm sure. sure. I'm glad you sorted that out. <laughs> okay, Tricky okay. business. Okay. Hi, it's me, David. Uh, you're... Uh, best friend and Jewish correspondent uh, for uh, all things uh, Jewish. <laughs> um, I am a uh, very excited to help you out on what the hell is kosher because um, I think most people uh, are confused by it, uh, including uh, other Jewish people, including myself. <laughs> um, I did have to like go through and give myself a little lesson reminder on. Uh, on all the aspects, and I am quickly reminded that it is so confusing. Um, even just Googling it, I was like, right, 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 right. There's like a billion items that go That's around this. It's so uh, in-depth. Um, so a uh, quick disclaimer, I do have a bachelor's degree in Jewish <laughs> studies, which you would think makes me Let's very qualified to talk to about this, but... Yeah. I might be wrong about some stuff, but I'm generally, <laughs> uh, generally, uh, I, I, I know a couple things. Okay. So basis real quick, uh, Hebrew 
word for kosher is kasher, which means, uh, literally means fit or proper, um, which makes sense. Kosher food, it's like, what is fit or proper to eat? Um, so the uh, kosher food comes from uh, the dietary laws in Judaism. They come from the Bible. They come from the Torah. Um, and Jews have been using those laws uh, to apply to their daily diet uh, for years. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of parts to kosher. There is kosher food. There's kosher preparation. It goes even down to like the space that you cook in. It can go down to the space of like um, what you eat off of, like uh, you know, certain plates, certain forks, knives, whatever. Um, I'll get into that. <clears throat> uh, so, quick snippet about the food um, <laughs> in the Torah, in the Bible, uh, which, if you haven't heard of, it's a great book, <laughs> very lengthy. Um, there are written rules of what foods you can and cannot eat and how they should be prepared and blah, 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 blah. An example of like one of many roles of what makes something kosher is that it has to have cloven hooves and to its cud. Um, so animals so that do that are like cows, uh, lambs, goats, um, but like not pigs, which is why pork isn't ah, kosher. That's what I was thinking. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it, go- it goes on. Uh, even through then from that, like kosher... Uh, uh, has certain process for for slaughter even it's called uh shechita and it's uh it's done by this like super duper highly skilled specialist um of how to slaughter the animal before you can even eat it and uh it's supposedly actually a very humane way of of uh killing the animal Though, <laughs> I mean, as humane as you can get, um, because you are also uh, killing an animal. Um, <laughs> uh, so other parts of kosher, things like a uh, big one that most people know is that you can't mix meat and dairy. I and that know. comes from another biblical verse. Hello, back to the Bible. Um, and it says, do not cook a kid in its mother's milk. <laughs> Which is the scariest line um, if we weren't talking about animals. It's still kind of scary, even when we are. Um, but the concept is that you shouldn't mix them because it's cruel to cook the baby animal in the milk uh, that was intended to nourish it. Um, Fair. And from that, that's where you get like why people don't mix meat and dairy. And that extends to this new realm. This is where things get, like, very weird and complicated. Um, This is much more of a a modern uh, part of kosher law, is people won't mix them, not even just, uh, you know, like, they're not going to have a cheeseburger. Um, (laughs) They won't mix them in the sense of having any contact with each other. So separate plates, even, um, you know, plates that are meant for dairy and plates that are meant for for meat. And uh, some people, it goes to the extent of having separate dishwashers. One that's a dairy dishwasher, one that's a meat dishwasher. Oh. I've met people who have different kitchens in their entirety. Crazy. So as you can already see, we've only 
really skimmed the surface here. And uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot. There are a lot of rules. There are a lot of laws. There are uh, a lot of interpretations. There's lots of conversations, questions, arguments that go on about this. They always say two Jews, three opinions. And uh, that applies uh, uh, to everything, but especially this. <laughs> I hope that I have been able to shed some light on what the hell is kosher. And uh, thank you for letting me talk. It's kind of absurd. You should never give me this kind of power ever again. But then again, maybe you should. I don't know. I kind of like this. It's really fun. Um, And with that, I bid you adieu from this Jew. Good night. I love you. Oh, my God. He's adorable. Thank you, David. We love you. My God, he knows a lot. Yeah, he is yeah, a smart boy. I'm so impressed. Sometimes when people know a lot, they become really um, um, arrogant. And he didn't really strike me. He was yeah. very humble. Yeah, it can about sound it, condescending when they're like filled with humble so much pie. Ooh, um, nice. Some would good say. Segue. Mm, Nailed it. Segue. Yes. <laughs> but this did remind me, though, I will say it, that it's always nice to ask somebody especially questions like this, whose culture it is or whose passion it is, because mm-hmm. whether or not it's something you're interested in, it's really cool to hear somebody who knows a lot and cares a lot talk about something. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So if there's ever a fact check where we're like, we tried to fact check and we're like, Whoa. just <laughs> maybe send us a voice memo and we'll play it. Yeah. yeah. To, yeah. And it doesn't have to be us. as nice, too. You could send. Yeah. It's sometimes it fun to get a voice memo that's like um, really cutting. You know, mm. yeah, yes, really, just it's, yeah. it's dramatic because it. I'm ready. You know, ready it, it clicks. Exactly. Sometimes <laughs> exactly. we need that. Sometimes it's clicks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, uh, guys, let us not um, tear, tear, tarry. Let ter- us not ter- tarry here. To let us not tarry. Walt in, Whitman in, slash the yes. Levi Friday campaign. Night Lamplights, <laughs> Jane Eyre. Edition. So, guys, we have a new buddy, and we're so excited to introduce her. Everybody, welcome Alice Wetterland. Hello, hello. hello. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Yes. All right, let's go. If Alice Wetterland is a stand-up comedian and actor originally from Minneapolis. She performs regularly at the UCBs as well as San Francisco's Punchline and LA's Largo and the Hollywood Improv, as well as festivals and clubs throughout the continent. She currently resides in LA with her two feline sons, Biscuit and Birdie. In addition to her TV appearances, she's done stand-up on Conan, Adam Devine's House Party, oh yes, and Vice Land. You can see... Alice, as well as Carla Walton in seasons two and three of HBO Silicon Valley as Kelly Grady on TBS's People of Earth and as Darcy in Sci-Fi's Resident Alien. Her first full-length hour special, My Mama is a Human and So Am I, is now streaming (laughs) on Amazon Prime. Everybody give it up, new buddy. We love to hear it. Thank you. I love to hear my bio read aloud so I can um, shrink with humiliation, but also (laughs) I'm like, no, I don't really perform regularly at Largo. <laughs> do why, I live up to the bio or do we'll I? Is <laughs> yes. three times having we'll done so three times time. regularly? I guess more so than some. <laughs> sure. Depends on how frequent it was. Uh, yeah. Well, everything seems like ages ago now. I know. But That's true. Thank you for We've having a lot me. Of years. I'm so excited to talk about this shit show. Y'all. This season this, two. Y'all. This we pot got... did not taste good. <laughs> I mean, I remember <laughs> the show being. It, it wasn't like that. Um, it wasn't that atypical of an episode mm-hmm. for what this show really is because I was watching it and going like, 
Oh, this show did do that a lot. But I remember <laughs> watching season two and not really quite understanding what happens when writers don't do their jobs. And it's yes. just... And I'm like, what happened? Did they have an algorithm write it? I don't know what... I know. I've <laughs> not been able to really find... I mean, I think that they just hired... They probably like worked with um, contractors and stuff and hired freelancers and just saw and just, saw and just like could, yeah. get some guys <laughs> exactly because it feels like go it would have been get better. Many of the our Home family Depot and friends have gone with him and not come back. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> What's that from? What, what is that? I don't know. Pretty deep uh, cut of the office and how Dwight goes to Home Depot and uh, picks up people and then they never come back and everyone thinks that he kills them. <laughs> They're like, we don't go with that man. That's so dark. That's so dark. So Alice, yeah, tell us your your relationship with the show. Have you watched it before? Is this the first time? Tell us. God, it's, I mean, I watched it all the way through in um, probably 2004, 5, 6, something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, it started in 06, so it must have been that. It started in 06? Mm -hmm. It did. Okay, so I must have watched it later than 2010, maybe. And because it was already off the air when I got into it, I think. And yeah, a lot of people do. Same, I think. Yeah. Um, was I love sports TV. I love any, I love depictions of sports stuff in motion pictures and TV the most. It's like my, one of my favorite genres of, I like the, I have the taste of a, of a total jock and I'm not a jock, but I have the taste (laughs) of a jock. I am like that too. And it's kind of where Monica and I watch most of the same things, but in some places we don't overlap. And it's that in me, it's like what makes me love always sunny and some of, and like Bob's burgers and some of those shows that Monica's like, and it's that that vibe. (laughs) So I, Mm -hmm. yeah, I really enjoy all the parts of the show that are football that are like yeah. chasing stuff, chasing pigskin around, etc. I also love coach Taylor doing any speeches. And I always like yes, want to like yes. do coach Taylor. I always like try to Google a, a video of the coach Taylor speeches that I remember, but there is only one that's on every video and I don't know. So I have to like, is it the one where he's like, dive. we all fall. We, we all, all fall. Yeah. It's the pilot um, one. It is mm-hmm. amazing. It's amazing, yeah. but there's like he does one like almost yeah. every episode. So like, right? Come on, there's plenty of material there. Maybe less so in season two, but that and um, yeah, I I like was obsessed with this show. Um, and I remember the first time somebody was like, season two is pretty crazy. I can't believe you kept watching it after that. And I was like, totally. But like, I, I hadn't <laughs> watched. I hadn't like paid enough attention to know that it was bad the first time. So that's how yeah. I was. I didn't know I that people like, hated totally. it. It's not yeah. good. Yeah. No, I know that. Um, <laughs> but also, this episode specifically is like the, it's like the Kong versus Godzilla of my masturbation <laughs> fantasy, in Tim yes. Riggins versus Matt Matt Shukri. Um, I loved oh the having them in the same episode. Yes. And I'm like, Amazed. oh, to be Layla Garrity. I like, know. if I die, like, I want to be reborn as Layla Garrity in this episode so and just I want to read Groundhog Day style over and yes. over again. I want to yep. revisit yep. a quote that our beautiful, beautiful buddy, Sarah Caroline Billings, said, and it's like my favorite thing that's ever been said about Lila. <laughs> to love Lila, one really must reckon with your, or reconcile with your inner uh, misogyny before you can yes. really love Lila. That's what she said. And I, was I like, think, hands I, down. I actually love, uh, who's the actress? Minka, Minka Kelly. Kelly. Minka Kelly. I think she's great. Like, I hate yeah. that, like, 
I don't know. Like, I feel like Minka Kelly's performance overall in Friday Night Lights is a real standout for me. Because you got, you know, your Connie Britton. Yes. Um, yeah. Kyle right. Chandler, obviously great. A lot of good actors in this High show. Fire, firepower. But t- I think Minka Kelly fucking handles this role really well. And I um, agree. Yeah, she, she has because she has a lot us. to do, and she yeah. and she has mm-hmm. a lot to do like conceptually. There's a lot of cognitive leaps she has to make to make mm-hmm. the audience believe that she actually thinks the things that she actually thinks, which are often <laughs> bizarre <laughs> crazy. and crazy. And she does it with such grace and really does it. So I, I love Minga Kelly, but that's a good point. Um, yeah. But fuck if I don't love Tim Riggins if he's not my Hell favorite yeah. character of any TV show ever in a lot oh of ways. Oh, seriously. Because it's like okay, he's that almost is one... gay. That's yeah, how... <laughs> I know. I call it, We call him a little prince. He's, he's a, a gay prince. icon. That's my type. You know, almost gay, but not. But not. That's the true way he... Because you think he's going to be like so Jordan Catalano, right? <laughs> right, right. Because so like... um unable to delve into his own emotions but he's not yeah, at all but he gets he, there yeah he gets yeah. it and he's such a he's such a perfect comedic foil like mm-hmm. i love when he's talking to his brother in this episode and he's like what are you gonna like i know exactly what line you're talking your about ninth grade? He he's said, so sardonic i wrote yes. it down because it was so well delivered and such a little quiet subtle he goes what are you gonna apply a grade nine education to the stock market <laughs> And he's sitting all back in his chair and he's so like fucking little punk rock. Like he has so much sass. I think it's the Canada in him. Ah, yes. Uh, He does a great, he does a great Texas accent. I'd I'd say then. I I agree. He nails it. Yeah. But also there's a lot of Canada that, or at least I've met like two or three people from like Calgary area of Canada and correct us if I'm wrong. I know we do have actually a number of Canadian listeners. Shout out. Um, and they're like very, it really reminded me of Texas. And I was, these are people I went to college with. And I met them like at like admitted students weekend and was friends with them for years. And I felt like we immediately connected because of our, our roots felt the same. Mm. Um, and it was just really interesting, like growing up in ranch culture and rodeo culture and things like that. And right. I think that there's a lot of overlap there. And he was really able to like understand the demographic really yeah, well. That makes sense. Yeah, white, whites on the frontier. No matter if it's exactly. north or south, you know. We know how have to have, have, you know, homestead and home, the homestead and, and whites. Or, yes. Black Taylor's you like, his. Yeah, I don't like, you guys are like, they're like, I don't like spicy food. And you're like, I don't like spicy food either. And you're just like, mm-hmm. we're like, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Sparks are flying. Yes. But I will say silver lining of season, uh, season two for me is what makes it like watchable is that it's standout Tim Riggins. It's really when he, he like embraces Kitch embraces the character, I feel like, and kind of carries the show on his damn back. I think so, too. For for instance, the whole volleyball thing (laughs) was bizarre. And like, why is Tyra 40? You know what I mean? Like, Why is everything that Tyra does not a high school kid at all? Yeah, she's way... Ahead of her years. She's like, yeah, yeah, I am 17 and I'll do you this favor of being on a sports team adult person that I'm playing these weird mental gymnastics with. Yeah, and like school, like she is her superior, like adult authority figure. (laughs) Like just like Tyra's so high status in every scene. It doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. (laughs) So bizarre. And... Then the whole thing is Tim Riggins making it 
fun in like the fact that he's just like this doofus like put upon guy who has mm-hmm. to yeah. like shuffle the balls and stuff. And you and I like was totally out of context. So I'm like, I don't know why he's there doing that. <laughs> Well, we'll right. get into it in the breakdown, but I think there was some continuity issues with that. I do too. Great. Yes. <laughs> great. But, well, I'm sorry. I'm great. Almost you I'm don't sorry. have to even address it, though, because right. it's Tim Riggins. The reason yeah, he's there doing matter. that is because he's fucking Tim Riggins and he made some dumb mistake. Yeah. He probably yep. accidentally signed up for it or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's drunk and he signed he's up for it. He's doing some sort yeah. of penance, which yeah. is what happened. Yes. Well, I'm sorry we don't have an episode with any football or any Coach Taylor speeches, but I was glad that Zukri was in this because yes. all these ladies here are Team Logan. So. Oh my God, Zukri. Well, I watched The Good Wife, Lugs. and that's the first time I ever saw Matt Zukri. Oh, really? I never yeah. knew of his existence before The Good Wife, and I was like, mm. who is this? Hello. This fucking, like, 40-year-old boy child. Yes, you know, exactly. right? It's his up my alley. Face. My God, mm. he was just born forty years ago, but he's like so fucking. Um, <laughs> and then I saw Gilmore Girls yep. after that. Yes, but this wait, was a surprise for me. I have a question because we we listen to Gilmore Guys and Maisel Boys. You're into Joel, right? Because I feel kind of alone in this. Yes, Joel, love Joel. Monica Joel. is a huge Joel stan. I, I like how Joel's always wet from. <laughs> Joel's always wet. Yeah, okay. His hair or just wet in general? ass. Yeah. Wet ass Joel. Get just a bucket wet. and a mop. <laughs> this wet ass Jew. <laughs> wet yeah, ass Monica Jew. is a huge fan of him and, and, and can't yeah. find a comrade in, in me for that. Yeah, I'm so. I'm definitely team Joel. And I've always said it's because Maisel, like because um uh Midge, like Midge, Midge. yes. Oh, dang, Stop. I don't like, like watch that show in so long. I know, it's weird, right? It takes him a hundred years. <laughs> it's like to make another it. era of my life. Yeah. Um, because Midge sucks as a person. Like she's yes, not a good like person. Lorelei. She's really self-involved and really like just not. You know, I, I feel that she's, she's not. She's very like Amy Sherman Palladino in that she, of course, she's a like a female protagonist that's not. Yes. Um, what do you call it when something is you can relate to them and you can. It's like a, a word. No, it's like it's like a word. Mm. It's like simpatico with the audience. Mm, um, yeah. compatible. No, <sighs> it's so. I'm like it's driving me crazy on the tip of my I mind. Hate that. Oof, I hate that. Anyway, she's Oof. not that. She's like yeah. You sort of you sort of hate her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think she's Amy a Sherman Nancy Botwin in a way that Amy Sherman Palladino. It feels like she didn't do it on purpose, but I'm sure she did. But at the same time, Joel in, in this is the same for me. Like, they're both just, like, messes of people who mm-hmm. in many ways deserve each other. Their humanity and their, like, villainy are, are yes. very... That's how I felt about Rory Logan. Rory and Logan. Yes. Yeah. It's a good, that's a good foil. And y'all, just for our listeners, by the way, you are hearing from a resident expert um, because our dearest buddy was the host of, or one of the co-hosts of The Marvelous... Miss Maisel podcast calls Maisel Goys and a frequent guest on Gilmore Guys, the podcast that we often reference and one of our other buddies, Kevin T. Porter. Oh, you guys are friends with Kevin. That makes sense. Yeah, we had him on. We are like Zoom friends. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is a a good world. Yes. I know. It's really working for us. (laughs) I know. We're we're thrilled to be here. What a woman's man. (laughs) What a guy. Yeah. No, we had a blast. (laughs) I think we talked to him for like 
through over three hours. It was over three hours because I edited that episode. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I, just I was like, wow, that was fun. All right. This right. will be a busy week. And not week. because of us. <laughs> because of yeah, I know. It's and weird. we're pretty bad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he was like, uh, uh, he said something that cracked me up when he was on. He was like, man, we're just going for so long. This always happens to me. Maybe it's me. We're like, <laughs> you've only done like 600 You've only done this 600 times, you know. You've got a good pool of data here. The cumulative hours of Kevin speaking that are on the internet is crazy. (laughs) It's insane. If aliens were like the library of Alexandria. If the quiet place aliens ever landed, they'd be like, so society's mostly Kevin. (laughs) We just hear this one voice over all the others. (laughs) Yeah. Who is that? Uh, well, to not segue, to two-step right into our segment. Mm, That's my segue. Like that. That's cute. Um, I two-stepped a little bit last night because I went to a bar, which, by the way, first time post-pandemic <gasps> felt real weird. Yes, um, right? Also forgot how much I hate people. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I still hate going out. I forgot about how Denver's same. crawling with men. and yeah. um, I forgot about men. Why I was will they this- stop? I, I mean, just go away. It's very Ugh. antiquated. It's too much. It's too much. Yes. <laughs> the male species, you guys, are so out of date. I mean, you're so like. Sit down. Be humble, you know? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> eat some humble pie. It's, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which was one Bitch. of my. Okay, let's do Texas. Texas bingo, bango, well, no, bango. You, you got to read the synopsis first, Carl. Oh, always, always two stepping too far. Two stepping, too. <laughs> We'll find it. Something's in there. All right. (laughs) Okay, guys, let me read our IMDb synopsis. Yes, please. Um, As the athletic director, it falls to Coach Taylor to find a new girls volleyball coach. And he stops at his own wife, who searches for her newest player. Okay. Jason takes a new job working for Buddy Garrity. And Smash has some fallout of his own after getting arrested. Tim's given a few days to give back the money he stole while he still makes a play for Lila. Okay. Not the worst he's ever written. <laughs> but there were no motifs. I love when he's like, yeah. And then it burned Lila that Tim oh. burned yeah. him. Alice, usually he'll yeah. pick one word and use it about 10 to 12 times in each Ugh. sentence. Okay. Um, that's pretty great. And we're a big fan of, of that grammatical style. That grammatical choice. But yeah, let's do some Texas things. Let's do it. Texas is a place. Well, well, well. There, I didn't have a well, well, ton well. of Texas things nah. this episode. Um, so I don't think we're going to get bingo, bango, bunko. I don't either. But I did have the our, our big old Bible church yet again. Love to yep. go and uh, throw my hands up for Jesus. I cannot wait to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so much. <laughs> the promised land. Milk and honey. I just wrote Milk and Old Bessie. And deer heads. Those Where was old two. Bessie? Old Bessie is what um, Herc called his car that oh. Jason was like. You're talking about the history of that phrase is because that's a common old Bessie is like a common thing to call like car. a cow. Yeah. Or just like right. something old and large and old Bessie. cumbersome. Old Bessie. All right. Fact check. Also, famous cow Bessie. Also, um, in the car world, Garrity um, calls. The the female car salesman a filly. Oh, he does. Oh, that's a good Texas thing. What is that? It's, it's a, a f- yeah. Horse. It's so like there's colt. A colt is an under one year old horse, and filly is female. Oh, I knew. And colt, then once I they're one year old, they're called a yearling. 
you can probably my internalized misogyny that I didn't know. Yeah, for some reason it wasn't (laughs) even offensive, which like that's the crazy thing about it because it was so like (laughs) weird. Because yeah, it's so weird, and it's not. It doesn't like (laughs) really imply anything other than that it just means young girl. (laughs) We'll take it. It, (laughs) It's like it means young horse faced girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind. It's like oh, he's like kind of saying that she's like a yeah. It's it's just like uh, she won't be. It's not it's like an untamed horse either. It's just like she just is a horse who did works here. Who's <laughs> young and the girl. She's just a horse. You don't have to worry about her. She like never. Look, she's a cars. horse that works here. So, <laughs> uh, I did um, just all the guns going on at the ferret house. Yeah, um, just typical Tejas. Mm-hmm. Um, real stressful situation over the there. Ferret house. <laughs> um, and I also had Herc getting barbecue when he does this weird creepy sounds with his mouth and then he goes and corn (laughs) i was like and jason's like oh he's like you're getting me out of my bad mood that was cute yeah that was okay (laughs) i love them but that was weird (laughs) it was odd Um, what else you got Um, monica that was it alice what was your most texasy notable thing yeah, I guess the Philly, the Philly thing. That was a good one. Also, with that. the with the Lila Riggins um, love triangle thing, I kind of was like, when he walked into the church, I had this feeling of like, they say, don't mess with Texas. And I just was like, don't, it's like, don't mess with Texas because Texas is messed up. Texas yes. is already messy enough. Yes. Like this moment of Riggins walking into the church all bloody, I was like, <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I love that. It's yeah. so messy. It's such drama. Her boyfriend's Beautiful. on stage giving Preaching. a weird sermon. Yeah, and fire in the mountain. Shukri is really. I don't know if he's enough of an actor to really sell that. I didn't think he of, quite pulled it off. Because <laughs> it's like I thought are he was you close. It's supposed yeah. to be like, are, what are we saying about these churches? Like, are we as a Hollywood, like as LA writing about these churches, are we saying that they're dumb? Or what do we, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like they're trying to like respect the cultural moment, but then they like zoom in on that one lady who's like the mom from LA (laughs) Confidential or whatever. Okay. No, yeah. It literally, it felt like they were trying to make fun of it. It did. First of all, Logan, I'm just calling him Logan. Logan. Um, I know in my notes, he was just Logan. I said, so his, his um, sermon was so generic. It was just like, when you're lost, trust in the Lord. Yeah. And then it like went over and then it was like, and when you're tired, trust Take a nap. in the Lord. Like, it's just like that, I feel like. Oh, totally. Take a God yeah, just nap. like so generic. Yeah. It's like, okay. I think it's a, I think this is the end result of uh, some Hollywood people writing about church right. in Texas, but it is a, that is a real church in Texas and a lot of real church people and real Texans are involved and it's kind of the like camel that they built in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah. Because there's moments well, of it that feels like a really real honest depiction of right. a small church, te- yes. a small Texas church. And then there's moments where I'm like, oop, this is someone else's uh, parody. Yes. Like the pastor with his mullet, like singing. <laughs> and he was just like on the mic, like a like he was at you first know, Donna Summer. Like he started so singing before we saw him. He was still off yeah. screen and Logan was singing. And I literally I know, thought, and I thought I was it like, was is Logan. that Matt? Yeah, me too. me too. I also with it, I was like, does this a secret other skill? <laughs> Yes, I'm like, like that, that happens has. a lot with actors where you find out that they can that they're really I'm like, talented why is he in the InSync biopic? 
seriously. Where's that <laughs> right, ramen noodle there? Oh, wow. But yeah. Okay. My last little Texas thing is just mm-hmm. humble pie in general, I feel like is yeah. a little mm-hmm. Texas uh, clip. And I actually pulled, I was just kind of curious and I pulled like what it actually means. And its definition is oh. kind of funny. Um, humble pie is a figurative serving of humiliation in the form <laughs> of forced submission <laughs> oh, <God>. or apology. <laughs> so it just means that it's like when you really have to like, uh, when you've really put your foot in your mouth and you have, you are forced to apologize or forced into submission by a situation that like you've, your pride has created. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. It also refers to a variety of flavors of medieval meat pastries. Oh, mm. <laughs> right. I love a medieval meat pastry. That, that's the Me meaning that's I, I ask at my with. birthday every year. <laughs> that's the kind of humble pie. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's. Oh, uh-huh. Loved it. I was just wanted a yellow cake, you know, just a normal oh birthday God. cake. <laughs> Poor little bitch boy. <laughs> that is Logan season seven. Okay. Um, is that it? Do we want to move on to some mu- musica? Yeah. All right. Well, I can go first if we want. Yeah. Switch it up. Okay. So, musicians' corner. Here we go. So we had some Texas acts. We had <gasps> explosions in the sky. I love them. Almost every episode. Beautiful. We had um, the song that was playing at church was a Chris Tomlin song. Shout out. He's a Texan. And Butch Hancock was also a name. featured in this episode. I know. Butch Hancock. I wish I, I kind of, I feel like I could rock that name. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and he is part of my artist spotlight. So he went from Lubbock to Austin and he was a member of the Flatlanders along with Joe Eli and Jimmy Dale Gilmore, who we have talked about on the show as well. And then I just thought this was funny. He recalls that the experience of elemental simplicity and reading books opened up the metaphysical universe for him. Wow. I know. Wait, reading books opened the medical metaphysical universe for him? Is yes. he referring and to the ex- imagination? And the experience of elemental simplicity, whatever the f that means he's high yeah that's it's <laughs> a guy that's who's what very high he's doing drugs just, yeah yeah pills say no to drugs guys and then <laughs> so realize. okay the search for my favorite song was stressful because <laughs> i wanted to pick the song that plays when tim has lila over it was really pleasant i was like that'll probably be my favorite mm. So I go to my, you know, I go to what song? I go to Tune Find. They both say it's James Morrison, which I was like, it's definitely not. I, he has a totally different voice. So you know how sometimes they switch out the song if they're if the licensing, yes, yeah, so with the streaming you know? license, yeah. So that must have happened. So y'all, I was standing in front of the TV like Siri, what song is this? She told me something like she told me three different songs that were totally wrong, and then Siri's I tried literally always listening wrong. and googling the lyrics. Long story short, I think I found the song, but it's nowhere to be found. Not on Spotify, not on YouTube, not anywhere. Wow. Huh, I know. Mystery. Okay. So I went with my second choice, which okay. played at the end. And it was also part of my artist spotlight. So it works. Um, it was by Precious Bryant. I love this song. Who, One of my um, all-time favorites outside of this show, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Okay, I'm glad I chose it. So hey, I wrote it down. Sh- oh, good. Um, she was an, an American country blues, gospel, and folk singer and guitarist. Um, Bryant is described as one of Georgia's greatest blues women. And with just a few commercially released recordings to her credit, Bryant attracted much attention in her later years as one of Georgia's few living links to its rich musical roots. Cool. Yeah. That, that was a song at the end, song. right? 
Yeah, when he's um driving to the Williams house uh, coaches. It's called The Truth. All right. All right. All right. Hit it. This is my mountain car driving song, y'all. I have to sing. You can cut out my track, Monica. It's gonna be a fight. That is why. That is why I like the truth. Yes, I like the truth. Yes, mm. I like the truth. I oh, yeah. love that song. It's a really, it's a really great one. Yeah, that's been yeah. on my playlist. I think from Friday Night Lights is where I originally pulled it, probably in high school. Oh, nice. There's no other way I would have found it. I don't think. <laughs> I'm just not that like. I'm not that savvy with the music. <laughs> With I'm not music. that I'm not that hip. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's um. I love let's that. Roll the tape before yeah. we do the breakdown. Right? Let's do it. Here we go. <laughs> Came roaring. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um. Yeah. So a couple things. This is uh. This episode was directed by Jeff Reiner, our boy. Um. Yes. If you don't remember who he is, he's he also did uh, Dirty John with Connie Britton, which if you haven't seen it, was really really well done. And I'm picky about that genre. And mm-hmm. High Fidelity as well. But he's great. He does tons of Friday Night Lights. We love him. So this was basically the point. So this is episode 13 in season two. And this is basically the tipping point where they were deciding this, the writer's strike is still going on. And they're deciding whether or not to cut the season short at 15 episodes or to continue running through Um, 22 episodes. And so Mm. at this point, and I saw this was written in Slant uh, after this episode aired, that they were basically trying to analyze each episode and the storylines to tell whether or not they were going to truncate the season by what Mm. they were doing with the storylines. And so everyone was kind of speculating like, okay, um, basically they just couldn't tell after an episode like this. And I think that's why this episode felt like hoverboardy. Um, like not crazy, productive or directional. Um, and I think that they were just really kind of treading water a little bit and waiting to yeah. see what happened with the writer's strike. And obviously we know that they did eventually truncate, which I think was the best decision. <laughs> yes. But I just thought that was interesting. There are a couple articles that were like uh, kind of heavy positing at this point, really like, mm. are they only going to do three more? Let's find out. Yeah. So that's kind of continuing. And then... Um, we meet Jean, Landry's little friend, who I love her in Me this too. show. Um, so I'm, I, she's not like a huge character. I just, for whatever reason, I think she just performs that role really well. Um, Me too. So I love her. Yeah. I know she she lives in Austin and she's worked with someone that I know here. So we'll try to get her on. Fantastic. Yeah, she's cool. Her name is Bree yeah. Grant. She's from Marshall, Texas. Um, another yeah, homegrown. Cute. And uh, this was her first gig ever. Her first acting gig. It was Friday Night Lights. Nice. And then she went on oh, wow. to be in Heroes and Dexter for like a good, good role. Yeah, I recognized her. Yeah. She looks really different she in looks her so later. Different. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but her face. Like she, I mean, she's behind yeah. the glasses and everything. Right. Right. <laughs> and the dress. Yeah. I didn't quite understand because of context what was going on with Landry and also Jesse Plemons like acts this character so um, like he does such a like, yeah, he's sort of. Yeah, he's between in this in this like it's clear that like he's yeah. between the two women, but like I don't understand what his um like what he wants 
at all to happen? I think it's because it wasn't in this last episode, but I think two episodes ago was after they had wrapped up all the murder mayhem. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Landry basically goes to Tyra and is like, this is all over. We can finally just like be together without all of this fucking stress. And she pretty much like says no. I remember and, that. Oh, it was the prom or the, yeah, prom episode. Right. Dance. Prom? The dance episode. Um, and she yeah, pretty much was like, like um, I still can't do it. And so he's right. like, okay, I can't hang on to you any longer. Um, I'm holding on to this bumper. It's hard. And it's hard. I, get, I keep hitting the I'm road. Tired. Yeah, but it's a little I just bit. want the door to be unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> little season seven. I remember loving I when I watched it the first time. I was su- super team Landry and Tyra Tyra. getting together. Mm -hmm. But that's a period from my life when I was really, um, I would date lower companions. And I also now am at the point I'm rewatching it and I'm like, yeah, fuck you, Landry. Like, you suck. You don't have, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. I feel that I feel that is about Tyra. She needs more to be brought to the table. She's clearly high status. She's playing. A, she's playing a, a dangerous game with all of the adults in the show for some reason. That's yeah. <laughs> a forty-year-old. She's a little mom you, boss. You need to watch, rewatch the a few episodes before because he really lays it out on the table. Like he yes, wants to. I be remember with her being and, like very into that. He has a like, really okay, beautiful line stepping where up, like, and I love yeah. it. Yeah, he has a beautiful she, line where he's like, "You deserve this. You're just the only one who doesn't know it." <laughs> and he's like, "And yeah. I don't know how to make you see it. I've done everything I I can to like make you see that like." what I have to offer and what you say makes, cause she's like, you make me happy. I've never felt like this for anyone else. Like I know that you're safe and kind to me. And he's like, you do deserve those things, but you're the one you who thinks it. that you don't. Yeah. Or, but do he, you, he says it better than that. But. Do you also, gr- do you also bristle as a woman at the idea of a man being like, you deserve the nice guy who I am. And normally, yes, this is what you want. I'm like, fuck yeah. you. Don't tell me what I need. <laughs> I want to be abused Norm- by a hot guy. <laughs> fuck off. Right. I Normally, I agree. I think my like l- per- little personal trauma is informing this because I feel exactly that, except the opposite. I'm mm. like, Landry, stop wasting what you have to offer on someone who's unwilling to accept it. Um, yeah. And like, go I'm the find Landry. somebody who will accept. <laughs> like, because... Yeah, be- yeah, yeah, because I I'm the Landry often. <laughs> yeah, always. Um, but I also like I've experienced it in the other w- way too, um, and that yeah. totally tracks for me as well. But I think this, my opinion, is very particular, probably to my like personal experiences. Yeah, yeah. I think like. yeah, this situation is unique. I'm usually with you, but <laughs> but I'm like not here. But I'm like <laughs> but I'm like Landry. You have to understand. For yeah. some reason, our our high school is a hellmouth of hotness. <laughs> For no reason at all, this many guys look this good. Like even the shitty quarterback who who is your best friend, who we're all supposed to think is dumb and shitty is like so hot. And I don't, I'm sorry. (laughs) You're like the one guy who's not hot in this whole (laughs) storyline. And I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. But I also, I like that we both have those opinions (laughs) because I do think that they start to um, tease at both of those thought processes because that's one of the reasons Landry gets so mad at Tyra for like being clearly jealous because he's like, you said you didn't want me. And now here I am with someone who I have a shit ton in common with. And like, our issue was that like, I was below you. And, um, and he's like, now here I am with someone that's right for me and you're pissed. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I think like, she doesn't have a right. And this is not contextually like in the, in the universe of this show, 
That is correct. But my weird vendetta personally is that um, women have been dating down for too long on TV. And I kind of want to reset and be like, I'm like the Shonda Rhimes of critics coming in and being like, no, here's the deal. I'm a 10, you're a five. I get to fuck with you however much I want because of <laughs> these are the, the rules way of society. That the, yeah, that. the way that society has made it for so long, like Catherine Hagel has to date the Seth Rogans of the world, and that's just what we have to do. And <laughs> so now, how I'm do you like, feel about Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst? <laughs> so, oh my God, are they dating? <laughs> They're married. They're with married child. with child. Yes. Okay, Jesse Plemons hit on me child. one time. For real, Jesse did. We need the story. Okay, please. It's not a, that's the story. What was his pick? Oh, was there like a pickup line? Spill the tea. I <laughs> could not have been more turned off. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like kind of funny how turned off yeah, I was. Yeah, just like, nah, he, funny. <laughs> he played like a, he plays music, you know, and he was playing with one of his, uh, like a bluegrass, bluegrass band at a venue that I was performing at. And I remember him just being so gung-ho and being like, I, you know, coming at me with this, like, I am celebrated actor Jesse Plemons and I will not hit on you and I was just like for sure no like yeah (laughs) like I was like I am no one and I'm no and I'm a hard no (laughs) for you and it just I think it was just like the like my own contrariness yeah to that situation that it was like oh what should happen here is that I should be very flattered because you meet a lot of beautiful women and I was just like that alone for me was like it's gonna be a no from me dog I'm gonna go surf the <laughs> dumpster no. right because like I I'm sure I was dating like the worst grossest dude ever at the time <laughs> maybe you're you dating know, I'm, like, I'm sorry a few. you having a job is disgusting yeah sorry that is not really what I'm looking for Ew. in a man <laughs> wow so I mean, your personal vendetta against Landry is literally about Jesse Plemons <laughs> it's not like maybe it yeah. kind of has become it's that a lot playing because in. I remember the watching before <laughs> that happened I was like super pro Landry but <laughs> It also is about um, me disapp- me getting disappointed that I feel like the w- woman who plays Tyra was fucked out of a Wonder Woman role. Mm. Oh my gosh. And now we yeah. all have Palicki to deal was? with... What? Adrian Palicki was? Yeah. We, she Dang. was supposed to play Wonder Woman and it didn't ever happen. And I was like, what a great Wonder Woman she would have been. And we all got amazing. robbed. And now we all have to deal with fucking... <laughs> I don't like her either. The absolute. I well, I actually like. I mean, I don't mind her portrayal as Wonder Woman, but I just feel like, you know, the the like the person who clearly is tying up every publicist that she's ever hired and putting them in a in a yeah. basement. <laughs> <laughs> what is her fucking name again? Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Yeah. Gal Gadot is the kryptonite for publicists. She, the image of her having a bunch of publicists tied up in her basement is like, I want to watch that sketch. So it's bad. just like, it's like every time anything happens, Gal Gadot tweets something. She's and I'm like, like on it. where was the team? Is anyone yeah. watching this bitch? <laughs> She's like, him supervising Gal Gadot? All the people. The and there's people. like a publicist like, <laughs> like in the basement. Oh my god! Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's on point. That's hilarious. I know. Yeah, yeah. I I, yeah. I had a I thought and it completely escaped me. Anyway, so that's kind of anyway. where I stand on the Landry thing. I'm just like, okay. yeah. as a woman in my 40s now, I feel like 100 percent just like I need to personally. My superhero pa- ta- talent is like I objectify men. Oh my god! With the with the like veracity and speed um, that people like from this planet cannot even conceive of, like physicists study 
I feel like how much you're I objectify like men. My, you're like at the Olympic level, and yeah. you're like where I aspire to be in terms. Yeah, of Yeah, people women are like, yeah, I'm, I'm in yeah. training. Like yeah. Dr. Xavier has tried to um, help me harness my power for good, but he's like not hot enough. So, <laughs> and it's all about, and it totally is all about. Like, it's not my shallowness. It's about the fact that like the things that women are expected in society, the things that the like, like somebody, where the bars are. Somebody mm. reminded me of this Susan Sontag quote that's like about how men have to um, it's pronounced Stephen Sondheim. Stephen Sondheim's <laughs> fantastic <laughs> number. Really strong about position how on femininity. Women have one version of beauty and men have two. Men have mm. boyhood and manhood and women mm. have girlhood. And yeah. to me, wow. like I see that as a um like that's sort of the platitude. I mean, that's sort of the 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 world we all live in. Even like yeah. as as feminism has been um, uh, monetized and weaponized oh, against women, yeah. mm, yep. we're now at this point where it's like, oh, we're all made to feel insecure for not being body positive enough for some bullshit. And mm-hmm. it's like when what we really need is to like. Um, I don't know, like, just like realize what attractiveness is and what like, mm-hmm. you know, cause I think it sucks. It sucks to be a hot guy. Right. Cause like you have no boundaries, right. nobody, you don't understand like how you live in the but world. It's like being a celebrity or like a yeah. high, like a really high level celebrity where you're, you're not around anybody that yeah, presents it's just, you with any level of contrast. And yeah. that's a really sad place to be. It's a sad place to be. And it's in the patriarchal standards are sad for everybody. And so, I mean, it's sort of antithetical that I'm like this, but I just want to point out how like men don't get to be like, I want to put men in their place in this specific, cause it's most fun for me to do it this way. It's most <laughs> fun for me. Like I have this joke now about how Elon Musk, like he's just, oh, we- he's like, <laughs> like the least he could do is be hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. how are we just allowing this not hot dude to I be like the center of attention? We I'm went so on glad you brought up his Elon Musk specifically. Yeah. yeah, we went it's on like, more than one Elon Musk rants. We're very anti. Uh, are we Elon not? On this pod. Yes. How are we all like just like okay with this guy being like so shitty looking, like? <laughs> and he's also an asshole. And like I, I just no, nothing that he has presented other than like the technology that I he didn't build himself. He built the right. company he that built these Tesla. things. After yeah. it was a thing. He didn't and the do fact anything. that all of these guys right. go to bed jerking off to like images of Elon Musk next to their beds. I just don't get it. To me, I'm sick of men having so many fucking like average dude looking role models that <laughs> are super aspirational. And that's to yeah. me like one of the main problems is like little boys grow up in this world being able to look at like so many examples of success, no matter Mm -hmm. how they look. And we have like Shirley's Theron, you know, like we don't get, (laughs) we all better be a certain size. We all better be a certain age for the rest of our lives or else we're fucked. And like, you know what happened to Hillary Clinton? This is my, like, Remember her? (laughs) Fucking love (laughs) Hillary Clinton, by the way, so much. I don't, she's my fucking idol because she's like, she's a queen. She's a queen. Pokemon, Bernie. go to the polls. Pokemon. <laughs> I, I now say Pokemon go to therapy. Talk about survived being the butt of every joke. And yes. Pokemon like, go to therapy. And the how- bottom of every food chain she's been on. And yes. just like fucking thrived. She's and she gives a beautiful so cockroach. few fucks. Yeah. Like the, the yes. woman is so unbothered. I love how like I was afraid to say like things about that I disliked about um, Bernie Sanders because I'm an LA comedian. And so like I better love yeah. Bernie Sanders or else I'll never get booked again. And so like. 
I was like, I think he maybe could have done something differently. And Hillary was like, I hate him. I'll write a book about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm so here for it. Uh, I she's love like, it. I've aged out of yeah. fuckability. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. anymore. Yes. Wait, have you seen the sketch um, Last Fuckable Day? Yes. Oh, oh I love yeah. that one. It's a good yeah, one. Brilliant. It's a good one. Brilliant. That's a good one. <laughs> Ugh, I love it. Anyway, Wait, where are we? Long aside because of Jesse Plemons. <laughs> yes. So I guess he we got love Jesse I love that tangent. And we love, I just love how this show brings out everyone's like really deeply held, like because it's about <laughs> high school, because it's about yeah. like power structures and things like that True. and familial relationships, all of that stuff. It just brings out everyone's like deepest held beliefs. Yes. It's yes. so true. It really, yes. I, I yeah, get it now. It does. I um, love that slice of humble pie, y'all. Yeah, I love it. Tasty. It was, it was a big slice and it was tasty. It, it is. Okay, I just it have was. a couple, one other, a couple of little things. So the, the Chevy hybrid that Jason was like hard selling in this, uh, <laughs> doing some, some really seem. aggressive product placement. So apparently- Buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. <laughs> I really I did will. not think that guy was going to buy that thing. I know. I, I was like, that's how I know there's no writers. Because no writer would be able to resist the amazingness of the moment of him being like, no, after that whole speech. I know, I that would have been incredible. Um, okay. But yeah, so apparently immediately right after that scene, there was a commercial break that cut into a Chevy hybrid commercial and everyone just found it like really distasteful and (laughs) distracting from the show and And then trump got elected and we were like we misjudge what distasteful is we've changed (laughs) our level yeah (laughs) okay the last little note i have and i will just give a disclaimer that this is upsetting if you're not a true crime person so Mm. i wasn't sure if you were going to hit on this in your music section monica but there is a moment when gene is talking to landry and she references the band Mayhem. She goes, wasn't oh, the yes, lead singer a cannibal yes. or something? So this is like a huge story. And they covered it she on Shout Out My Favorite Murder, our girls, Karen and Georgia. Um, they tell this story in one of their our episodes. Girls. <laughs> My girls. Yes. My girls. Um, My and girls. so they do a, an amazing job of telling this story. So, And I'm not going to go into it. But it is a really fascinating deep dive into the death metal industry in um Ooh. like Norway and during that time and it was actually like a huge like a whole thing but anyways this guy the lead singer of Mayhem uh his name was Per P-E-R Olin I don't know um sure. and he was super creepy and basically his goal was to be as similar physically and psychologically as possible to a corpse so that's what would, I strive to yeah. be it was like all the makeup. He would even like I I'm not going to read this whole thing because it's fucking bonkers. But um, he would. Where? Sorry, I highlighted it and then I clicked away from it. Carly is squinting quite aggressively. <laughs> Whenever my for microphone reasons, know, my computer's always far away. Um, so, yeah, he hmm. would uh, bury his stage clothes for days before digging them up the night of his shows to emulate the look, feel and smell of death. He was, yeah, he was like, and it gets, it's way darker than that. And I'm not going to go into it because it's super upsetting to hear. Yeah, but he, a, I might get disturbed. disturbed. I'm yeah. easily disturbed. <laughs> That's but you know, funny. basically he committed suicide in 1991. And then his bandmates like basically monetized it to continue their brand of darkness for their band and like I took a photo this. before they even sure. like reported it. And then Long story short, way more crazy shit happens. Um, but then that one of the bandmates ends up killing the other bandmate. So they basically all self-destructed. And it Fair. is a mayhem. bonkers story. Um, like, so literal it was mayhem. Literal mayhem. 
Um, <laughs> I'm glad that you and I didn't turn into shards of shattered glass when we yeah. were in our band. Shattered Honestly, glass. yeah, we were really yeah. close to going down a mayhem path uh, with yes. that band, but I'm glad we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that. That is all specific. I have for you guys. Um, if you want to learn more about about it, there is it is a whole thing. So That's go down insane. that rabbit hole if you're into that kind of stuff. Imagine like managing a band. Right, I know. Yeah. Like, guys, just PR. It's, it's really, it's really rough. Going back, and they forth. took a picture with the dead body before they reported it. Well, it's not they. It was one one person, but yes, other things. Oh. It's way worse than that. I'm telling. Yeah, it a seems very like that version. <laughs> Thank you. Not I'm, the, I'm very <laughs> disturbed. <laughs> so much worse. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but basically, they just like took his death, and they were like very disrespectful and blatantly. Uh, like used it to like be a part of their like story yes. as a band or whatever. Really quick side note. I've already plugged this, but speaking of dead bodies, I'm so into good girls. Everyone should watch it. Oh, oh I need to. I need to watch I'm in it. Second it keeps season. getting advertised to me. Same. It's so good. <laughs> now and I just got scene... advertised by a human being. I assume. <laughs> I assume. Yes. Now we must Not believe. the butts. But there was a scene in season two that I no just bots. watched that was it's quite steamy if you're mm. looking for some, you know. Did it involve theme. our boy? Steamy. Who's our boy? We have a lot of boys. Matt Saracen oh, is, in, Matt is in it. Yeah, no, there's there's some steaminess between Matt and Mae Whitman, which is awesome. Love that. Is but Matt Saracen skeletal in Good Girls? Is he skeletal? Is he Ooh. super skinny? No. I saw him at a restaurant. I'm, he must have gotten thin for a role because I saw him oh, at a restaurant look, and I was like, look not okay. oh, Matt, Matt Saracen, <laughs> you look very skinny. And Maybe I was worried, I was was worried really about him, but I think he probably did it for a role. I hope so. Probably. Yeah, he, he looks okay. Especially right. now that he's no, in I mean, this. Actually, I bet he's he looks got fantastic. stuff on his docket. Yeah, he's Speaking of steaminess, um, and uh, I watched Jenny and Georgia, which I wasn't going to watch was so aggressively advertised to me. I'm still yeah. upset about people drawing lines between that and uh, Gilmore Girls. Stop doing that. They're completely different. But in, as its own <laughs> thing, it was much better than I expected. And um, it did, ha- like, the writing in general, there was just a lot more depth to it than I expected. And it was really good. And yeah, Scott it Porter, is really good. It's Scott yeah, Porter scene. Scott right? Porter is yeah. great. It's and very like, modern. Kind of hot. Yeah. It's a very, very modern, modern TV show. It's very, yeah. like... Oh, of course we have the to The texting was like too things. fast for me to keep up with. <laughs> I was like, ah, like, slower. What did I say? That's exactly what I did. <laughs> um, but anywho. The Smash Williams thing, Smash Williams thing was like um, one of those TV tropes that I hate where like oh, the whole thing is happening because he can't tell his mom what's really going on yes. or whatever. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. if people just knew what was happening, that his little sister was being like hardcore racially harassed. Yes. Right, and sexually harassed. Like, Because apparently yes, in Texas, yeah. in this one town of Texas, for some reason, the cops are super respectful of black people. And when oh. they resist <laughs> arrest at their front door, every, they're like, yeah. I'm sorry this is happening, sir. They're like, please, <laughs> they're young like, man. They're like the prison Come guards in, um, at Eagleton. Can I get you anything? <laughs> they're <laughs> so <laughs> nice. It's just like, okay, that's A not. Scone? And the mom is like arguing with them or whatever. And everybody's just like, I know, it's shocking yeah, what's happening. Like, this is, this like is, what? Yeah. Like, okay. It was a very, yeah, I I know. Um, I mean, I have a track. lot of issues with that whole plot. It's, yeah, it's super, it's just not interesting. And we, it was not yeah, executed I mean, well. I mean, I can, and it's like, so I think that they could have, and da- they could have gone, gone there. Yeah. But they also, just didn't, they didn't hit the nail on the head. And so it's just, and you can't tell that story 
in a weak way. Like you can't do it unless you're no, going to do it you right. You can't do it halfway. And yeah. it's just not compelling enough. Like Smash's role in it. I just. Yeah. Because we hate the girl he's doing it for. Y- no. Yes. yes. Yeah. She we hate her. Worst. We all hate, we her. hate her. Everybody hates her. her. The writers obviously yep. hated her because yeah. they quit. <laughs> And <laughs> because of Noelle. Yeah, it's just like, ugh, what a mess. Like, that girl sucks. Yeah. She's like, sorry about your <laughs> family. And they <laughs> He's have like, to, like, don't worry, baby. Involved. I know. It's and gross. It's, yeah, it's very, it's very weird. Um, yeah. Not a fan of that. Okay, well, that was that the end of my film section. If we want to just go ahead and dig deep. Yeah, yes. I loved um, Herc's bite, line when he's like, fun. how much is this going to cost? And he goes, does that at least come with an orgasm? <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah. It's pretty good. I did say, okay, finally Jason is back. We haven't had him in an, in like two or three episodes. I know. And he's like going to kill Herc with his wheelchair. Yeah. I know. Yeah. There's loved two fights in this episode. Yeah. yeah. Tensions are high. Or just bad writing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was really aggressive to open, to do a cold open with like the two wheelchair guys fighting, brawling in the open. Yeah. And also like... like ah. That guy is not from Texas at all. Like, everyone's like, why did you t- sell me this truck? And he's like, well, the thing is. Like, he just did not oh, the, even like the, Oh, the salesman the guy. That worked guy. There. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, as a Texan, I, on a Texas, I too am as from a Texan, Dylan. I had to sell you this trick. Yeah, he was rough. Although, what, the female car sales lady, I thought, was pretty on point. Yeah, she's great. Yes, in the she worst was. way. Yeah. I love her. Um, she's like a. <laughs> I love her. She's like somebody in. From, she's like an eastbound and down character. I know. She was like, "Do I look good?" And he's like, "Yeah." And she was like, "You're yeah, fucking I right, I do." I, know, I was like, "The night I, I love just how immediately am aggressive towards women that wear those weird loose metal belts that sit around their hips. I don't like those. <laughs> What's it for? Them. What's it for? Your Who's metal belt. For? So also the people at the car dealership were like, um, un, uh, uncanny in their villainy. Like they were just not yes, believable yeah. at all and how mean they were yes. to yeah. Jason Street. A respected like grown fallen hero. <laughs> right. If yeah. we're all believing that this town is made the up of people who them. worship Texas and they love the team so much, it's their main draw. So this guy would be like, they'd be honored to have him. He would be like the yeah. number one Especially selling Especially if they work for someone like Buddy. At, yes, a, at a dealership yeah. that hosts like literally every Panther event. <laughs> exactly. This yeah. is the yeah. main, this is like... Getting Mickey Mouse to work at your Disney shop. <laughs> exactly. And he gets there and they're like, Direct fuck comparison. this, you fucking crip. Chuck E. Cheese. Like, yeah, Jesus. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they're like, now we have a wheelchair competition. Why? Like, wheel your way out of here, man. It was so I weird. kind of think that this actually goes into something that Brad Leland said to us when we were emailing with him recently. Because he was saying, like, he just gets frustrated with sometimes how people, the media portrays the character of Buddy as, like, slimy used yeah. car salesman and he's like he's actually he's not that he owns a dealership yeah but i think that this was the writers kind of doing that where they're like "Ooh, slimy used car dealers how mean can we make them right. and it didn't yeah. track because that's not oh. an accurate like it just it's not it's right. not how anybody would act in that situation none of those right. people would be mad at him they'd be like great everybody's gonna suddenly come to this dealership because they're gonna all want to yeah. be around jason street exactly like, so dumb it was so weird. I hate it. And then it all it leads to is that like Victoria speech where he's like, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Yeah. And then he's like, does he quit at the end or no? He's still going to go back. No, he goes out with Herc. 
We don't right, know. Right, right. The, it, it'll go. It'll span a couple episodes, I think. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see where like, that goes. I don't yeah, care. I wasn't, yeah. Didn't care too much for that plot line. What yes. about the return of our boy, the Ferret Man? Yes. Can we open the fashion report with the, his yes. do-rag? Yeah. Because I just talked about that gold chain belt, too. <gasps> fashion. fashion. <laughs> I was holding my breath for way too long. Monica's like, <laughs> fashion. Yeah. I loved his do-rag. It was super hot. His wait, who's do rag? Ferret man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yeah. He had a lot going on. Um, I also loved Tammy's uh high volleyball pony, yes, in her long sleeve uh white panther shirt. Very cute, uh, yes, volleyball coach look for it. Was she had like her pits. She was already sweating in it, which is honestly, scary. Honestly, you put that white accurate. shirt on me for one fucking second yeah. and I'll have it oh, judged yeah. through for you. Might as well come with white, it's damp Yeah, pits. I don't, I can't wear, like, there's so many colors I just It's the kind of thing that wardrobe gives you an, on a shoot and you're like, thanks. Sweet. Thank I'll just uh, go Botox my armpits. I only made one fashion note, which is Lila's shirt, when it's like this, <laughs> it's like this t-shirt that has like, is like insanely structured. It's like a structured tee. It's got like boning in it somehow. And I'm like, what oh, a Lila I know. Garrity yes, shirt. like the really big seams. Yeah, that's such a lot. It's like, it's the Lila. It's, it's, like, it's like, I'm in a I'm t-shirt, a t-shirt but also a corset. And, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm yeah. just a normal Texas girl, t-shirt and jeans, but the t-shirt's a corset because I'm a Southern And the bill. bra's a push-up. So, and the bra's a push-up. I'm an A-cup because I'm not nasty. It's just like, perfect. I'm a Jesus girl. Yeah, they dress her really well. Um, that girl can pull off bootcut jeans, though. Oh, so yeah. well. One of the booty, only. Booty, booty, booty. Rocking everywhere. <laughs> Rocking <laughs> everywhere. What did we think about um, jeans' uh, culturally appropriated haircut? Didn't love the dreads. No. They but it was also, it had bad. less to do, I mean, this is 2006. And I. I it was a different well, time. Yeah. I, also, it it's time. not like. It was kind of a jeans. I just, I think it's silly. I don't. I know. It was I more should, like Veronica to... Mars crazy twists. Remember how Veronica yeah. Mars early had these like? Oh yeah. It wasn't dreads. It was just like my hair has a lot of um, wax in it, and it would be twisted. Yeah. They're like, like the, half. You can the get the most like unfortunate hairstyle. It doesn't. It's not becoming on on anyone. I don't think anyone. Oh. It just looks like yeah. a. It this looks one like bothered Chucky. me. Yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. This one bothered me more less because of the cultural appropriation. And more because I just get irritated with TV being like, this girl's punk. Let's show you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's make her yeah. I'm like, okay, you can just have her be like a cute, spunky girl and we'll get that she's punk and into Slayer and whatever without yeah, you having her have bonkers hair yeah. to live in Delhi. It just means like, cause it's because the makeup and hair department in these shows will be like, oh, yes, we get to have fun. Yeah. And then we'll just go <laughs> yes. insane. And yeah, like yes. nobody questions it because their makeup and hair. So you'll get like the director <laughs> will be like, shit. okay, All right. I guess that's what it is. I guess this works. This and somebody dumb. make and somebody in hair is like, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, yes. And you, you know, like, you really have to get to up shine. an hour earlier because of this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That poor girl. Um, Wait, yeah, it makes me think it. of uh, the Broad City episode, the um, when Abby turns thirty and. It like pans, it just, you know, it's an Instagram story and it pans to this girl. And she's like, you want to get your hair done? And it zooms in. She's like, you want to get your hair done? And she's like, it's like racist to get your hair with like a brain. She's like, but she's black. She's saying it. She's asking me. To get- <laughs> Speaking of hair, I also noticed that they spent so much time on Jean's hair and then they forgot 
that um, Matt Zucre has hair that needs to also be touched before yes. the show. And then they were like, oh, I guess you're a Muppet now. I guess you're a Jim <laughs> Henson character. It's funny. Because it was I, so fucking bad. I know. I but thought his head. hair was Muppety in Gilmore Girls, too. Well, he is a Muppet. He's so... But it's spiky. He's so hot, and it doesn't matter what his hair looks like. He but like, beautiful. You don't have to do him dirty. You know what I mean? Like, he... Agreed. Right. <laughs> it's like they straightened it with a chi. <laughs> it gave him bangs. It was oh God, so strange. It was just like, pump. It, like, okay, landed... Speaking of our boy Logan, should we listen to his moving speech? Or preach? What's it called? Sermon? Oh, yes. Yeah. I do have oh, one more fashion sermon. note, though. Okay, yeah. Let's go. Um, so... Oh, yeah. I already talked about the pastor's haircut. It was rough. Um, but I really like Tim's plaid shirt. Oh, the mole no, the pastor. The ma- or the worship leader. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tim's plaid shirt at the end I really liked. It was yes. Blue. Love. Yes. Yeah. Love him in a real shirt. Yeah. Love him in no shirt. Love him in a tank. Mm. Love him. Everywhere. I just like when he gets rained on. Rain Riggins. Rain Riggins. Rain, Rain Riggins. Riggins is a huge part of the <laughs> show. Put yes. Him. Large part. It's a big slice of the humble pie. And I also like that the show knows that it's important for him to, it's like in his contract mm. for him to stand in the rain yeah. like every four episodes. Right, yeah. to either be in the rain or beat up. We haven't slashed, yeah. slopped any water on gay icon Tim Riggins in a minute. So I we agree. have to Someone dump a that bucket quota. on that witch. Yes. yes. <laughs> the only way oh my God. to really heal the ravages of sin is to put our trust in, in the, the Lord. Lord. <laughs> Give our hearts over to him. And if we do, miracles will come into our lives. Do you feel the Lord in your hearts? Do you feel him? No. No. I also love, so after that, that's when Tim comes up to Lila and invites her to dinner. And he's like, um, promise that you're coming. And she's like, yes. He's like, okay. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I know. Say it. He had just great comedic timing. I can't not mm. picture Phoebe Waller-Bridge when I listen to that in the <laughs> the sermon scene. Because she'd just be like, hmm, hot <laughs> priest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> love a sexy priest. Um, my favorite yes, sexy priest. priest is shout out to have y'all watched Dairy Girls? No. A little bit. Oh wait, no. yes, okay. I have. That's the funny. It's great. That is so funny. good. And they bring in this like really hot priest to the Catholic girls' school. Um, and the the head nun principal or whatever is like, we will not I can't do this the a Scottish. Oh my god, I, can't, sorry, I have to I have to put on subtitles in that show because they're like, I know, I I'm, get the concert. I'm like, I know. <laughs> um but then when I watched it for too long, my like brain internal monologue starts being like trying to do it it's a whole thing but they're like we will not have another like uh mr mayor incident and one of the students is like what was the mr mayor incident she's like uh was a student teacher a male student teacher that came in some of the girls hogtied him and dry humped him in the park (laughs) dairy girls is great i love that show wow but thank you for the flea bag reference because i don't know how we haven't called logan hot priest yet there's another hot mm. priest in um, another British show. It's a mystery show, and it's a period drama. Ooh. What the fuck is it called? It's like the guy, the actor in it is from, um, my God, I'm doing that 40-year-old woman thing where you can't remember any actors or TV shows' names. <laughs> like Every time I put a microphone in front of my face, I do it's that. the yep. fucking, it's that really good show. Um, okay. Perry Mason? Every, everybody, no, it's a British show. 
everybody talk amongst yourselves. Continue with the podcast. I'm going to figure out who it is. Okay. It's going to drive me crazy if I don't. Yes. You're on it. You're on the case. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But I did think that he, even though I didn't quite buy the sermon or whatever, I did think that he, he hit the right inflections, like the, the pacing and how, like the tone was was spot on. Like I've been to 10 billion of those before. I agree. So that was good. But I love Tim's line when he's whispering to Lila. She's like, what happened to you? He's like, uh, I, I got, got beat, beat up, up by three meth heads. <laughs> yeah. It's not the she's point. Like, what? The she's point. like, how is that not the point? Right. And it's um, like, how do you, before- uh, these two shipping. I know. Shipping them so Ugh, fucking much. So because fucking so hard. this tiny, this was a tiny trigger for me though, because I hate, I am the, it, I mean, it's a TV trope too, but it happens in real life. When men do this where they're like, I'm not leaving until you say this. I'm like, ah, don't like fucking. I know. It was a little like, Noah Calhoun. Yes. The arm yes. Moment. I do not yeah. find that romantic. Don't make me do stuff. <laughs> I did when I was like 12. I was like, oh yeah, God. I think it didn't yeah. bother me because it's church. Yeah. It's I think it place. didn't bother me because he's like, she's like, oh, my God, it's church. And he's like, yeah, I know. Who gives a yeah. shit? Like, Give me one second of your time. <laughs> Also, speaking of those like British shows, I love in Modern Family when uh, Cam and Mitch have been watching too much Downton Abbey that they pronounce everything wrong at Disney World. They're like, she's in Toonton. I mean, Toontown. <laughs> and they're like, where was that restaurant? It was Downton. I mean, downtown. <laughs> um, but y'all, right before the um, preaching moment, did y'all like Mama Smash's Dr. Seuss moment? If making a deal makes this thing go away, we're going to listen to what this man has to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I love that. Wow. Amazing. I did love also uh, Coach's follow-up when he goes, listen to your mother. That was like he hardcore loves... John Rutledge vibes. My, yes. My well, father. and it was good continuity of... The last episode mm-hmm. when he's like, what does your mom think? He's like, yes, yeah. the woman that gave you birth. Like, he is team mama. I love well, he also, is. like, he should be because that's his literal guardian. It's weird yes. that, yes. like, in this town, it's – in this town, it's totally normal for a guy who works at your school – to come into your house and be like, this is what you should do. Listen to your mom. And it's like, okay, right. guy from my school. <laughs> but yeah. it's not. It's not. I, I understand as Coach right. Taylor, he's a huge part of these kids' life. But, like, in my town where I grew up in Minneapolis where football doesn't matter, um, that would be so <laughs> strange to have, like, the coach come in and be like, yeah, like having listen a to your mama. Your my mom yeah. would be like, please leave. <laughs> yeah, I right. don't need your endorsement. I birthed <laughs> <Right>. this one. <laughs> yes. This one's mine. <laughs> yeah, I did love, I loved that uh, Mama Smash and feeding him a little humble pie because mm-hmm. he's right. He's like, he doesn't, I'm not going to apologize or whatever. And she's like, you're going to fucking do what you, like the option that you are handed because you don't have a lot. And the right. consequences, like the consequences that he's going to suffer from this situation if he fights back at all are so much more devastating than any consequences that the white guy is going to face at all. And she's very aware yeah. of that situation. And she's like, we need to be tiptoeing and you are stomping around. Mm, I guess mm-hmm. it made me uncomfortable as a guilty a white person place. to have yeah. her play this lower status character to a white guy, you know, especially yeah. in, in relation to her own child. Yeah. You know, listen to what this man has to say is sort of just like, I guess that's 
true to the situation, but like, does it really need to be played out that like, oh, finally, now he's going to listen because Coach Taylor came and she's like, I had to bring in your de facto father who is this white guy. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like if- I think that's valid. I think that this, if you look at it over like a wider expanse of time, we never see Mama Smash needing to bring in any other level of authority unless it's something like this. To do with football. It, it has to do with football or like rage or testosterone where she feels like he's yeah. lacking a male figure and she mm. like pulls coach in. Um, so I found that it tracked, but yeah, it, it is, doesn't like sit as comfortably for sure. Yeah. Okay, what so, do we think about the whole volleyball thing? I know. <laughs> okay, so next I wrote, Tim loves women's sports. Every time. <laughs> I know. Every time he's like, you know, doing the laundry, whatever, he's like really into it. I'm like, and then the flag football in the first season, I'm like, Tim, this might be your call. And the like, gymnastics you should be a woman's meet. coach. Yeah. He's really no, into it. No, that would be so. That would be so damn distracting. And Well, he, yeah, there would just be lawsuits just waiting yeah, in the just wings. Just galore. <laughs> Not yeah. for me. <laughs> waiting in the wings. <laughs> In the wings for you. He just would just need to like gain a lot of weight and then he could do it. Yeah, John Candy style. Cool yeah. run-ins, baby. <laughs> but I oh, just for context, I think that he was around because he's still being punished by coach for disappearing to Mexico. That's the, the original I, sin. Yeah, and that's been like ten episodes. Like it's still Yeah, I don't know. Or is it because he No, yeah, I guess that's it. But it, it did feel like we haven't seen him doing these things, maybe. I think they just so brought him weird. in and they were like, well, we didn't really close out that thread. So it's fine for us to just stick him back in there. And yeah. the volleyball thing was, I don't think, was a scene enough without Tim. I think they like had to throw something else, some other Why energy in Tyra there. Why does Tyra hate Tim? Because they were originally dating. Do you remember like early season oh, one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the Lila thing, she like, she took that personally. <laughs> Uh-huh. So, okay. Yeah. I think that Connie or Tammy is a bit of a, Tammy's like a walking Nancy Myers movie in all these <laughs> yes. episodes where she's yeah. just like, I can't do that. I've got this baby and this other thing and yes. this other thing. Could you hand me some toast? And then she's like, okay, I guess I'll do <laughs> I it. Love and she's got a clipboard. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just like, it's Tammy. So she put has, well, yeah. I did pull this for a little Tammy time, just a quick Oh my god. It reminded I me area. I know that like particular inflection reminded me. Oh my god, it's like a specific line. I feel like it's from Mean Girls or something when they're all in the gym and she's like, um, start talking. I wanna hear you talking. Or yeah. uh, I'll think of it yeah. in my head. I I to me, like this wasn't enough of a plot line because I yeah. I was gonna have a lot of fun watching Tammy do her own coach tailoring. Yeah. And yeah. It didn't happen. It was just like, oh, to solve this problem of a, a shitty team, I'm going to bring in a ringer who is, yeah. again, <laughs> has some sort of weird power over me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I don't understand. Like, it's just like it, she didn't do anything to get this team together. We didn't yeah, see right. it happen. And I that was we missed some of those like really powerful practice moments that they give us in the football sequences yeah. with coach that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it was. Just, I miss it. it. was lacking. It was not awesome. a full. Um, yeah, they could have done a lot more thing. with it. But I think yeah, that's maybe why just like one other character on yeah. the team who yes. had promise and was not, you know what I mean, living up to yeah. it. And Tammy could have helped. Maybe a yeah. couple lines here or there. But yeah, again, I writer agree. strike. So 
and y'all um hot takes. So there was no football to mansplain this episode. But yep. again, Ben, who should just co-host the show at this point, <laughs> he played volleyball in high school and he said there were like so many errors. And I was like, I didn't notice anything because I well, played volleyball for I two seconds. Notice... And I was like, it hurt my hand. So <laughs> I stopped. Her serve he and said... her spike were pretty. Yeah. Oh. Well, first of all, he said the net was way lower than it normally is. Because she, she probably can't serve from backcourt. You can't exactly. do that unless you've like legit practiced. Yep. He said that, like, you don't really use the term spiker or spike. Like, she would be called a middle or a middle blocker. And that spiking is just called hitting, which I didn't know. Yeah. I was like, huh, I always yeah, thought it was hit. spike. Me too. And then he said, um, Tyra gets a block and her arm hits the net pretty hard. Yes, and her team yeah, celebrates. Yeah. Um, oh. And then, and when she says they're double blocking me, I can't do anything. You're supposed to be double blocked every time you hit. Yeah, if the other team only gets one blocker on, you should basically be a free point. And then, other than that, everyone is just really bad at volleyball. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I These were just had like no the idea. High school to kids. Or it, it, it is literally like, the like they team. just hired a bunch or of the extras and they were yeah. like, yeah. so you're in volleyball uniforms. And they're like, uh, we're not going to be playing volleyball though, right? And then the, they're they're like, like, oh, yeah. the PA was like, no. Not at all. Don't worry. And then volleyballs just started coming <laughs> no. at them and they're like, what's happening? That's what's what, happening. They, it's like they just filmed ball. it. <laughs> Which is yes. hilarious because I was actually like kind of into the game. I Me was too. like, this is so exciting. They did a good job of like of at getting us of giving us a little bit of what we get out of the like football stuff that they usually have on. Yeah. And yes. like the pump up song and the win from behind. Yeah. And but then we get fucking Julie walking in and just God, pooping Julie. on everything. God. She was such a bitch. I mean, she always is, but like this episode, why did they even put her in the episode? Like, I know. why even Julie, give her a line? Like, do you want us to murder her? They, like, they, she's like, so wet. Now there's seven and one. Goes, the team is one and seven. <laughs> they're like, ju- oh there's well, just I one saw, and seven now. I actually I, I mean, I got that she's jealous of her mom giving yes, that's attention to... That gets brought up in the next episode. It's very yeah. clear that that's where they're going. Yeah. Um, but it is funny how shitty Julie is. And everybody's yeah, just she like... she was quite a brat. I wish, that, me, I wish that Coach Taylor had turned to her and be like, we don't love you. Or <laughs> <laughs> we don't love you the way parents should. Whose child are you? Spot it's Satan. a concern. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's funny that you say that you're like, I, you know, it's obvious that she's jealous. And I've seen this show... This is my third time through. I forgot that and was just like, she's just the worst. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like, yeah. cause I'm like, oh yeah, wait, she does love Tammy. <laughs> she is like right. a daughter that loves her mom. I yeah. forget because she is so horrible. She's but she's horrible even, even though, I mean, like if she just brings her, her friend on, I like even, I'm incredibly vain and I don't think I'd be jealous of that. Maybe I would. Yeah. I yeah, don't think I've ever had like mom jealousy. I get it. I mean, I've I had um, some sister jealousy, like when she like, would be like mentoring a younger girl. I'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah. I had a hard time when my sister uh, got married. I was pretty young. We're both younger siblings, mm-hmm. Allison. Yeah. What you are. And it was kind of hard for me to like share her always. You know, I was like, why can't yeah. this time our trip not have him on it? Like, why can't it just be us? And she's like, well, we're like married now. You know, yeah, it was like, like, it kind oh, of yeah. was hard for me to adjust to oh, a little bit. My wow. favorite quote what from bitch. the new little <laughs> yeah, woman. It was movie. the audacity. <laughs> little bitch getting married. Um, when she goes, She's like mad that Emma Watson's getting married, and she was like, "You will be bored of him in a year. We will be interesting forever." Oh, that part makes me cry good. every time. That's so I'm like, that's gonna be yeah. me and my sister for sure. Yeah. Oh, I, I but yeah, I mean, Fucking I do, men. I do like that story. Like, I'm, I'm glad that they like are pulling at that thread. I think that'll that that's interesting to watch, and that yeah. that's yeah. kind of a unique dynamic that Friday Night Lights tends to do well. Yes, and I yes. did love Tammy. I mean, Tyra. 
spiking, which I know it's not the term, but I like it. Spiking Tim in the ass with the volleyball. Yeah. That was Did great. Like that. Yeah, I love yeah. just I just love imagining filming those scenes and he just has to turn around and be like Excuse <laughs> 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 me. Let's see what else do I have? Do we want to play Tim um having Tyra, I mean Lila over for Dindin? Uh yes, I did pull that time code too. Oh, this is a good Here's, song too. This is the mystery song. If you know it, write us. Hi. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? All right. Come on in. Okay. I, uh, oh, sit down. I made, I made some chicken. You what? I made some chicken. Like, really uh, good. No, no, no. No, seriously. Just, like, really no, good. Just, just sit down, please. This isn't me. I'm sorry. This candles, I don't even... I don't even know what that was. I just gotta get something off my chest, Gary. <clears throat> no, I don't think that's a good thing. Hey. Seriously, wait. Wait. Why? Don't. Garrity. I love you. What? I love you. How am I supposed to react to that? Brutal honesty. Yo, Gina's just like sitting at my microphone this whole time. <laughs> Please. It's never gonna happen. I feel like I have to go. Because of this Christensen guy? No. What? You can't tell me that you shared whatever we Chris had Christensen? with this guy. You can't tell me that he knows everything I know about you. You can't tell me that. I don't believe you. Be honest with yourself for two seconds. Look me in the eye and tell me that you don't feel the way I feel about you. And then I'll move on. I don't feel the way you feel about me. Lying is a sin, Lila. <laughs> move on. Yeah, I loved that. I broke, it broke my heart a little bit when, when she says no, but... Um, I, don't, I kind of can't remember and couldn't tell in the moment if we're supposed to believe her or not. I know. I think we're not, we're, we are supposed to believe her because they had that moment with Zukri before. I was going to so say she we let that were not she was... supposed to believe her. I think she okay, still so has. I guess jump ball. Yeah. I think she still has feelings for him. And yes. even Chris knows. He's like, do you have feelings for I mean, she guy just gave him put... 2K. True. Did she just have exactly. two grand laying around. I think it wasn't it 4K. I think it was 4K. Oh, that's a, that's right. It was, that's, yeah, it was more that, than two. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, I think I don't think she's in love with him right now as he's in love with her, but I think she has feelings that she's denying. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And I liked that he, the way that they wrote his line when he was like, stop lying to yourself for one second, because that is yes. totally what she does. Yeah. Uh, there was the Zugri Minka date where she tells him. Oh, yeah. The putt putt yeah. heart to heart. That's what I wrote. Was, <laughs> I, I think his response was really sweet. He was like, no, I was just actually thinking that was really. Hard I loved to it, too. Me. It was very yeah. Logan. <laughs> very Logan. Yeah, that's what that was the most Logany moment for me. Yeah, um, and the smash, and especially and his little, little sister. Sorry, oh, sorry, his little smile, like in <sighs> bad news when he's like talking about something negative, and he's like, "She's like, you know that guy, Tim, or that came in church or whatever," and he's like, "Yeah, I know that guy." Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. that was super Logan. <laughs> yeah, but 
Yep. I also, I thought the smash and sister moment was sweet. It was sweet. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, Billy, the, the, my last like stray was just that, oh my God, just that whole ferret scene just stressed me the fuck out. Just watching Billy get more and more aggressive. And I was like, don't do it, don't do it. I said, good intentioned, good intentioned Billy fails again. Yeah. Yeah. Because he and then, obviously and then just when wants to get the that. Car, and it won't start. And they're walking oh. up to the window. Oh, my gosh. That gave me so I was like, ah. heart palpitations. <laughs> yes. And he, like, makes it up to the window. He's like, puts the gun in the window. And then they go. I, know. I was like. It's scary. Ah. It was but scary. I, I, yeah. I did think that moment tracks so well because Billy, yes. Billy's like, I'm big brother. I need to get the deal that he's not going to beat up Tim again when really he just should have left. But. I probably would have done the same thing as a big brother yeah. too. And it's like, classic not gonna Billy. Hurt him he like wants to be protective. He has all the right instincts, but not the right like maturity and execution. Like, yeah, ability to like pull off that role. But yes. we love him for trying. Yeah. Um. And then we remember like that they're just like our little destitute brothers as they whenever they fail together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like this. So yeah, I did like that. Yep. All right. My only oh, other straight. Okay. Go, go. Yeah. Go ahead. I only have one more too. So go ahead. You do your one more. I just thought it was funny. This is just a random observation. When the uh, car sales lady went out to uh, take over that deal that Jason was working on, she did a she went in with a left handed shake. Oh, weird! I didn't know. Not weird. That. Yeah. What a what a weird power move. I've had someone. That's happened to me every once in a while. Like maybe two people in my life before done just like a strong, confident left hand shake, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Were they aliens? Yes. It was Kyle XY. It was when I met Kyle XY. Kyle XY. I loved Kyle XY. Talk about a show that disturbed young Monica. Like the commercials were so scary. The commercials were so scary. Whenever he would come up from the bathtub with no belly button, (laughs) I'd be watching ABC Family, and I that would and I'd be like, fast forward. I know it's so vivid in my mind. It scared me too. I'm glad to That's know that. That's all I got. All right. I have a couple more and then yeah, we can rate. Um, well, first of all, I love when there was like a perfect Landry throwaway line when he's talking to Tyra about the about Jean. He goes, she's got cool, ca- cool hair, huh? Oh, <laughs> he like, yeah. says it really quickly. Um, okay. The other thing is Jason, like he knows everything about cars on his first day. Like he's like, it has... The, this well, horsepower sure, and blah blah blah. I noticed it too. It did stand out to me. Kind of took me out of the reality quickly, but yeah. I assume that he had to do. He had to study before he started. Right, but it, like in the context of the show, it's like, yeah, his training was like an hour. Um, so that yeah. was maybe overnight. I just yeah. And then when he talks to the guy, he goes, "Hey, you don't know me." <laughs> like when he's like, "I bet you come in here and you look at the." He's like, "Hey, you don't know me." It just added to the stupidity yeah, I, of that scene. Yeah, not my phase. That was when I got up to like make my lunch. I was like, okay, I don't need this. Yeah, in my life, it's, and it's like predictable where it's gonna go. And we've already watched exactly. it. We watched it with Matt's dad. Yeah, I mean, it's a little yeah. different, obviously, but it's just like right. we've done this before we've done this of like before. Buddy employing one of the characters, and then, and, and Santiago. we are not interested. Yeah, and we're not interested in seeing how these characters, whether or not they can sell cars, we don't care. We don't want them at Garrity Motors. We want them yeah. on the field. Yeah, yeah, and then. Yeah, I don't have any more strays, but just the ending is that the board suspends Smash for three games, and that's where yes, we're left. Yeah. I did Heading love into episode 14, the 14, penultimate. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep. And I loved his reaction of like, I thought it was beautifully done of just like 
basically a child, it was kind of like a childlike moment of a -hmm. young person truly, truly for the first time understanding the consequences of something that he's done, like on a, on a big scale, something that could like really affect his life and a lot of people outside of himself. And so I, Mm -hmm. I thought that he just in, in something we haven't seen a ton of in this season, but that Friday Night Lights does so well, is that super subtle storytelling in those close emotional cuts with their eyes. And like all of that was said with his eyes in like a three second tight frame mm-hmm. on his face. And so that was like brought me back to um, what the show does so well. And that yeah. we do we do see um, in season two, sometimes it pops out um, yeah. like in this episode. So I did like that. All right, let's that's rate all it. I got. Yeah. Let's rate the up. Um, I can go. Go. I I liked this episode. I it was interesting to me when I was reading online afterwards that a lot of people online or just like uh writers kind of felt like this was the episode that season two sort of got its shit together, which I was actually kind of surprised to see. Yeah. I actually think it was more just the that opinion was just a result of this being a calmer episode because they were being forced to tread water maybe. Yeah. And that they were like, oh, wow, no mayhem or whatever. And like, yes. oh, they're getting their footing again. It seems solid. But I think that they were also not really presenting themselves with a bunch of challenges with the characters. They were just kind of tying up some loose ends and like taking yeah. a few steps for careful steps forward. But that's fine with what they, like Alice said, with what they had to work with and kind of where we are in this season before they can sort of get a fresh slate. And you kind of, you have to work with uh, what they've built. And yeah. I think it was okay. I really liked that they brought in some fresh um, perspectives and characters like Jean. I'm really, I like yeah. her addition. I like even though we didn't get a lot of her this episode, I'm already kind of liking how it's spiraling out to Tyra and yeah. Um, oh, and the and guys Seth. were so accurately immature with her. They're like, Ooh, yes, this Sandry, <laughs> like, yeah. But that's so that's so how they'd be. Yeah, I didn't really care for the volleyball thing, but I did appreciate them at least putting the characters in a new and interesting place and setting. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it could have been super stale, but it, it was at least like interesting to watch. I just didn't find it super productive. Yeah. And Julie was stupid. And Tim, as usual, I liked watching Tim and Billy back back together again, kind of up to shenanigans, even though I'm t- tired of the ferret thing. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then always love the Zooks. Glad to see Matt Zookery. Yeah. I love where his character is going. I love him as a foil for Tim. Like last episode, we were like just introduced to him. And this mm-hmm. episode, we're actually seeing them play out, not in the same frame, literally, but against each other uh, on Lilup. <laughs> yes. They <laughs> wish. Right. But, yeah. And I, I liked the underlying con- er, uh, concept of a lot of our characters sort of having to eat a little humble pie yeah. and being forced into uh, some sort of apology or reconciliation with their actions. So I thought it was okay. It was, it was decent. I'm going to give it a six and a half. Mm, I'm going to give it a seven. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 loose metal belts with no purpose. (laughs) With no purpose. Yeah. Every time you go to your breakdown, it's so thorough. I'm like, I don't know what else to say. (laughs) um, I basically agree with everything. I think the race plot line really knocked this down a few good amount of points for me because it it just doesn't feel... um, 
meaningful and doesn't have a good purpose. And there were good elements, but not enough. I'm going to give this a six. Okay. I really like I this. This really fell flat for me. The pie did not taste good. Pie was I'm going to call it. I'm going to give it a six out of ten white girl dreads. Nice. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, so I am going to give this episode um, <laughs> um, <laughs> shit. How many points you're supposed to get in volleyball? Okay. Um, I would say, honestly, for me, I would say just knowing what they had to deliver and how like a bare, like bare bones of a team they had to deliver it. Yeah. I want to say seven out of 10 Chevy hybrids. Love it. Yes. And that's fair. I say that knowing that, you know, there's no writers really. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, what, what can they do before this season ends, which they don't know what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. like, they just had, they're like, okay, let's just try to wrap up some stuff and also yeah. have some fun. Yeah. Like, let's just yes. have and some like fun. put something new in here. Like <laughs> yeah. volleyball. The Smash whatever. Williams yeah. thing sucked. I don't like yes. that plotline yeah. the way they handled it at all, but everything else was fun and not like totally a bummer. And yeah. you know, the Tim Riggins, what are you going to do? I do right, feel boy. bad for the ferrets. I am concerned for their, for their well-being. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. Shout out to those ferrets. Yes. Well, Alice, why don't you tell us where people can find you and what you're working yeah. on and we could do a little, Clear eyes, full hearts, and then Carly and I can wrap up. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm working on Resident Alien season two, so I'll be yeah. filming that soon. Love it. Um, and you can watch it on, I believe, uh, there is, it is on YouTube and also sci-fi app. And I think there's another place you can see it. Um, somebody told me, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> and my special mama, my mama is a human and so am I, is on Amazon and also the CW. Love um, it. And uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at Alice Butterlin. Amazing. Thanks for joining us. We're so glad you're our buddy. I'm really glad that we didn't have time for me to tell the story about when I went to your live show. Maybe another time. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we got to (laughs) go. That could be for next time. Yeah. No, I think it's for the Absolutely for next time. I want to leave that little Cinderella Have me on a non-season two episode. Yes. We'd love to. We're going to bring you back for some Michael B. George. Oh, man. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. This show. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yes. Of course. Thanks for being our buddy. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll chat. We'll chat soon. <laughs> so we've got great stuff coming. Uh, stay tuned. Tell your friends. We yeah. Leave a review and follow us on we... iTunes. And you can find us at TX Forever Pod on you Instagram, can. Facebook, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And join our Facebook group, Friday Night Lights Panther Pride. And we post cool and fun stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Do all the things. Yeah. Clear eyes, full hearts. hearts. Can't, Can't lose. lose. We got it. Thanks, Alice. Thanks for your time. Thank you guys so much. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire myself in the devil town.